When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Steve, guess what? Paul. Guess what, Steve? It's Chinwag. Talk to me. It's Chinwag, Steve. <laughs> I'm here. You're here. I'm Paul Giamatti. You're Stephen Asma. And this is Chinwag. That's right. And you are wagging a chin that is much more, was it Van Dyke? It's What's more, it's more here suit. Uh, it's a little bit hairier than usual. Yes, indeed. A little bonus facial hair. And we're bringing you a little bonus extra episode oh, nice. wag very nice thank transition. you sir thank you so we've got the bonus as promised for your listening enjoyment waggers and uh here it is enjoy hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's move from Southern Illinois to Northern Wisconsin. I'm going to take you, Paul, to meet, to meet the Hodag, which is uh, in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Okay. The legendary Hodag. And where have is this? Have you heard in, of the Hodag? I, I, I have not. And, oh, and is this in the Driftless uh, area? No. Of, uh, okay. Uh, this is further north, very heavily forested area, almost like up to Lake Superior. So like okay. almost out of Wisconsin, like really far north, Rhinelander. And uh, this is just a really fun one to me. I, I just love this one. This guy, um, this there's a legend of a creature and uh, in the 1890s, and it's described, it's called Hodag, H-O-D-A-G, mm -hmm. and it's described by the folklorist Charles Brown as, quote, the ferocious beast has horns on its head, large bulging eyes and claws, a line of sharp spikes run down the ridge of its back and long tail. The hodag wow. never, <laughs> never lays down. It sleeps leaning against the trunk of trees, and huh. it is said to 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 eat mud turtles, water snakes, muskrats, and it does not disdain human flesh. Ah, oh, I like that. <laughs> it does not turn its nose up at a no. plate of human flesh. <laughs> Amazing. So, so uh, wow, what a crazy guy, sounding animal! I've never heard of. I this. know it's really funny, and it's this guy Gene Shepherd. He's basically like, his job oh. is to go into the forest and scope where can we clear cut timber, you know, like okay. old growth forest. So that was uh -huh. his job in the 1890s. Uh -huh. And he claims to capture one in 1893 and he brings it back and he tells everybody he's captured it. And he seems like kind of a huckster because when people go to see it, 
he puts on like a nice pair of clothes. He goes into the barn. Then people hear like a scuffling and screaming, <laughs> which is him changing into some th- like thre- shredded clothes. <laughs> then he comes out and says, <laughs> he says, oh, not today. It's oh too, too rambling. That's hilarious. Genius. Like that. And then just like. Yeah. That's really funny, putting on the shredded clothes. (laughs) So then he steps up his game, and he basically says, I've captured uh, uh, this live one, and I'm going to display it at the Oneida County Fair. So this is Mm -hmm. Oneida County, Mm -hmm. and this is 1896. 1896. So uh, he basically has like a little um, display set up. You have to pay your money. You come in. He's got it really dark. He's got like he's got like a little fire going with smoke going in your eyes, you know. Sure. <laughs> he's got like what I I think he's got his sons like moving a puppet like under a <laughs> under a cloth. Oh god. It's covered in a sheet. <laughs> yeah, it's covered in a sheet. Uh-huh. And uh, and he's moving you through real fast. Right. Yeah. So so yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah. come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Uh-huh. So eventually, like uh, it's it's actually drawing tons of visitors and getting a lot of play in the papers. And actually at some point. Um, the, the Smithsonian says, we're sending a scientist to see this thing. Oh, man. Okay. And that's when our man, uh, Shepard, gives I, up the I hoax and it. says, okay, I'm I'm hoaxing you. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, he copped to it. Yeah, he copped to it like a, like a Barnum. And even after he said, like, I've been hoaxing you, people then lined up because they wanted to see the hoax. Like, then ah. they took a fun attitude towards it. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And he That's was basically, amazing. he thought like, look, uh, we can't keep clear cutting the forest. We need to develop tourism in this area. So wow. his logic was if we could create like a creature that would draw people, we could have a sustainable tourism industry based oh. on this, the hodag. Isn't that Fantastic. hilarious? Fantastic. Yeah, but I mean, it's a nice impulse. It's a good, <laughs> it is, like, really. Let's not cut the, you know, we're, you stop cutting the forest down. We'll just, oh my God. So it's a short-lived beast, the hotel. Yeah, it doesn't last long. Although here's the cool part. Have people claimed Um, to see it again or anything ever? Or is it just like everybody just agreed it was just a good... Now in Rhinelander, they have like a festival and it's like paintings of Uh it, murals of it. And you know how it's like, you know, some of the cryptids become like... I think there's a common theme, which we should maybe underscore, which is a lot of cryptids bring tourism that's like both sincere and ironic tourism. Yes. Like, isn't this right. funny? Here's the Loch Ness Monster, and we're going to yes. buy our funny Loch Ness Monster yes. stuff. So yes. the Hodeg is a little bit like No, that. and it's like Roswell, New Mexico, or something, yes. too. It's exactly. like, you know, you can bring all these people in. But there's one sort of serious part of it. Great great idea for a movie, though, is that somebody somebody does that, they hoax the thing up, and then real shit starts happening. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be awesome. Then the fucking people start really getting ripped apart by something <laughs> living in the woods. Yeah, there's photographs of it. Like, this guy built something that is kind of creepy. There's photographs of all these guys around it from the 1890s, like, in oh, the weird. woods. Really? And it's, like, kind of dark enough and kind of looks burnt and... And it it looks it's spooky. So if you get a chance, look up. I think it was the like a hodag. dead bear they found, and they I, just. I like, wonder. Yeah. And then they just sort of messed with it, like tweaked it. The taxidermist <sighs> got a hold of it. Weird. And <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Fantastic. But the cool thing is that it. The, if you see a picture of it, it does actually look a lot like a creature that Native Americans. Um, created petroglyphs of it's almost Mm -hmm. identical in fact so around the great lakes on some stones and in caves you'll see this creature 
that is very common and in the Native American um, in Ojibwe, it's called a Mishu Pishu. Mm-hmm. And the Mishu Pishu is like, uh, is basically means an underwater cat or underwater panther. And so some people really? think that the Hodag is like sort of this guy's version of a real folklore Native American Interesting. tradition. Interesting. And this thing lives in the water and it fights. This is something that might interest you because the this creature- You dig aquatic cats. Yeah, yeah you dig aquatic cats. <laughs> <laughs> Here's where you come into the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so this thing, it lives in the water and it's considered like one of the under underworld gods or deities and it fights the Thunderbirds. So the Thunderbirds oh, come from above, like in Devil's Lake, Wisconsin, and fights this, this creature all the time. And I know you're interested in, in the Thunderbirds. That's fascinating. I am interested in the Thunderbirds. Nice, Steve. Yeah. I am yeah. interested in the Thunderbirds. The Thunderbirds are a whole other interesting... Yes, the Thunderbirds are these... Again, there's there's it goes way back into Native American uh, legendary folktales, and there are these figures that I think they... They, uh, the thinking was that the Thunderbirds caused storms. Mm, I think yes, that I've it heard was this. like yeah, and that and that or they or they 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 were the omen of a big storm coming, or something like that. But that it's true that it has continued. I think every state in the country has had a Thunderbird sighting, which is oh, they're really? these enormous birds with like seventy foot wingspans. That are like an eagle, but much bigger, right? Like an eagle. And that was the thing is that I was like, oh, like they're seeing pterodactyls again, but no, it's not. It's they have feathers. It's it's a bird. It's a feathered bird. It's like a condor or or a vulture or an eagle. It's a humongous black and gray bird. Um, And I do know that. I mean, it's funny you mention this, Steve, because I happen to have somewhere somewhere in my extensive (laughs) notes in your cryptid. uh, No, but it's interesting that. They've been cited for a long time and still being cited. Like, like it was recently, it's like 2018, there were people still seeing these things and all over the place. And a lot of the time, the birds try to steal children is the oh. other thing, that they'll grab a kid and uh-huh. fly up with them. There was, and that there was can a thing. happen. That's for real. That can happen yeah, with, that a, can with happen. a real predator and, and, bird. Yeah, yeah and that, 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 that happens a lot. But here's the thing here's the thing I love about Thunderbirds and here I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna bring in, I'm gonna knit together two different two disparate things which is there's a Mandela effect aspect of the Thunderbird. <laughs> oh my thing. lord now, this is like super niche <laughs> but I did want to tell you about this this couldn't be more niche but allegedly Perfect. and this is the thing is that I I'm part of this Mandela effect Supposedly in the 1890s in Tombstone, Arizona, or in the Arizona Territory, at least in the 1890s, a bunch of cowboys saw one of these things and they shot it down. They killed it. Oh. And I think it was reported on in in the, uh, the whatever it was, the Tombstone Epitaph or whatever the hell the, the newspaper <laughs> was called. I think it was called the Epitaph. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, I think it was. And and that they reported on it and it became this sort of legendary thing. And to what extent was it a hoaxy thing or something? Who knows? But a guy in the 70s claimed to be a child at the time said, I remember this happening. Oh. I remember this happening. I knew the guys who did it. And I remember, too, they took a picture. They took a photograph of this thing nailed to a barn door with all the guys standing in front of it with their guns. Is it black? Because I think maybe I've seen this. Is it a black uh-huh. bird? You only think you've seen it, Steve, because that's the Mandela effect thing with this. This is the niche thing. Everybody thinks they've seen people like us 
think they've seen it, but it doesn't exist. There is no serious? photo. Nobody can find this photo of this Thunderbird nailed to a barn door with all these Whoa. guys standing in front of it. I swear I've seen it too. Yeah, But the I funny thing swear. is I remember it as looking like a pterodactyl or a dragon or something. But And then I think people have now faked them. People oh, have made yeah. fake ones. But nobody's ever, since this guy came out in the 70s and said it, and everybody went, oh yeah, I remember that picture. Sure. All, all the fucking weird nerds <laughs> like us sitting around were going, sure, I, I remember that picture. Oh, yeah, sure, I, sure. I, I, I let, me just, yeah. let me flip back through my fate magazine here. I think I have that to my popular mechanics over here. But it's like, but it doesn't exist. You think you've seen it, but apparently that's there is crazy. No yeah. Isn't that weird? That's, yeah, that's totally, that's the coming together of right. the Mandela effect that's and right. the Thunderbird lore. And, and cryptids, that I would have never, I would have right? never guessed. <laughs> cryptids and the Mandela effect, Dave. This is what the chin wag is all about. <laughs> we need a whole show on this. <laughs> That's what's coming anyway, up, people. <laughs> it sure is. Well, there you go. Wow, that was fun. I enjoyed that. That was good. I very much enjoyed that. Have you ever wondered why we call French fries French fries? Or why something is the greatest thing since sliced bread? there are answers to those questions. Everything Everywhere Daily is a podcast for curious people who want to learn more about the world around them. Every day, you'll learn something new about things you never knew you didn't know. Subjects include history, science, geography, mathematics, and culture. If you're a curious person and want to learn more about the world you live in, just subscribe to Everything Everywhere Daily wherever you cast your pod. Chinwag is a production of Treefort Media and Touchy Feely Films. Hosted and executive produced by Paul Giamatti and Stephen Asma. Executive producers for Treefort are Kelly Garner and Lisa Ammerman. Dan Carey is executive producer for Touchy Feely. Our series producer is Rachel Whitley Bernstein. Original theme music by Luke Topp, with additional music by Via Mardot. Oscar Guido is our executive in charge of production. Tom Monahan is head of audio for Treefort. Animation created by Alex Sokol. Editing and mixing by Jeff Neal. Lastly, for more information, go to chinwagpod.fm and find us on Instagram or TikTok at chinwagpod or on Twitter at chinwag underscore pod. Oh, my stars, Steve. My stars and stripes. We have some exciting news. Shall we tell them? We should reveal that Chinwag is hitting the road again and going on a West Coast tour. Yes, that's right. If you missed us in your fair city, truly, friends, don't fret, don't fear, don't have a panic attack. <laughs> Do not panic. We will be recording live Chinwags in May in Los Angeles, Portland, and Seattle. Yes, in L.A. we'll be at Dynasty Typewriter on May 14th. You can go to chinwagpod.fm slash Los Angeles for tickets. And on May 16th, we're going to be in Portland at Revolution Hall. For those tickets, go to chinwag.fm slash Portland. And we'll be at Town Hall, the great town hall in Seattle on May 17th. For tickets to that, go to chinwagpod.fm slash Seattle. You do not want to miss this. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be mighty, mighty so get your tickets at chinwagpod.fm, and we will see you there. Come on out, waggers. Come out, waggers. Come out. <laughs> Come out of hiding. 